Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Healthy Indoors After Hours Show. Yeah, I can't even get the first line out. Good evening and welcome. Co-host Joe Madosh, how the heck are you out there in Loveland, Colorado? I am great. I am technically on vacation, so I uh, modified my vacation. You're on vacation at the bar again? I'm at the bar. Well, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm working or I'm on vacation. I'm probably at the bar, but, you know, now I can I can stay till it closes tonight. So that's my goal. All right. Oh, we're closing okay. We're closing the bar tonight. Okay. So haven't seen you for a while. You know, I'm, I'm missing you on the, on the weekly show, to be honest, just because, you know, you, you were like my comfy, safe, warm blankie and pilly. <laughs> I, I don't know how you close your shows without me. So yeah, uh, I, I, we do just fine, but you know, <laughs> anyway, so tonight, today we're going to have a, a, I think somewhat lively discussion. I have uh, outfitted the uh, studio with uh, a bottle of Kraken and uh, bottles of beverage. Uh, you're already at the bar, so you're set. Cheers. Um, so, so join, yeah, cheers. Cheers, sir. So joining us tonight, we're going to bring him in here. Dr. David Krause coming to us live from somewhere in Florida. Uh, David is the founder and uh President, I guess I don't know if that's the right term, or you're the chief administrator of healthcare consulting and contracting, right? HC3. Yeah, that would be El Presidente. El Presidente. Okay. <laughs> so, um, welcome as usual. Um, he um, is, you know, you know, bringing that southern uh, streaming capability to us. <laughs> no, it's not bad. Actually, your signal's not too bad. Um, with with uh, a mason jar. So is that, that ever you know good? Is that ever clear? <laughs> no, it's a mason jar. I know he's worrying me it's that he's got a clear, job. clear mason jar. <laughs> I'm not sure what's in there. And then the other seat looks to be empty. Um, we have another guest coming in here, but I, I'm I'm looking into the green room and I I don't. Oh, there he is. Oh, here we go. Uh, coming to us live from Chicagoland. It's Jay West. <laughs> like I said, petunias are perennials. I had to order a drink. Sorry. In your basement. All right. Excellent. Things still are starting gotta, off perfect. Still got to order them. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So, um, so we had a couple. We, well, we have several items that I'd love to talk about with you, gentlemen. Uh, David and I had a, just a really great conversation earlier in the week. Uh, talking without about us. the seat without us. Yeah, without you. Yeah, talking about the CDC. Which uh, I don't know. Do you want to get into that right out of the blocks? I don't know if we want to start with that. That was. That was uh, wait. Uh, do we do an introduction for the Wesley? Yeah. Let do do J J J. I'm gonna. Have you introduced who you are because you've changed uh, your positions and stuff? He now works for a tobacco company based on his shirt. <laughs> what? This is a tattoo place. Uh, you know, like I always say, my name is Jay West. I'm a nice guy from out of town just trying to have a good time. I'm just here. At the, I am here at the bar at the hotel bar. Yeah, so old. Hanging out with you dudes because it looks like you might be buying some drinks. And I know Dave... Uh, Dr. Dave likes to drink, likes to bring his own hooch. So, <laughs> yeah, make your own. Yeah, there. You, well, you know, I mean, I guess rugged right? individualist. And <laughs> so, plus that, and that's a, that's a anus. Plus, you can clean like with that, right? Can't you just like uh, that kills germs that cause? You were going to say antiseptic, but you didn't really finish the word, right? Yeah, I know. Antiseptic I was a real. Like, I know. I forgot who I was talking. To. I was like, yeah, saying, <clears throat> everybody okay. knows I'm, everybody knows I'm BSing on this one. Yeah. I mean, let me tell you, the wonders of fermentation, I'm, I'm all for it. Now, I will say, so uh, for those of you out in the audience that don't know Jay, um, Jay, Jay has, uh, he came from the weatherization world. Um, he was a trainer uh, for, for CETA, is that yep. the name of it? Yeah, mm -hmm. in Chicago for a while. Uh, and uh, so so Jay's well-versed with 
building performance weatherization issues, and he's now in the IAQ uh, industry. So mm -hmm. that's a that's a fairly recent change, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, March, end of March, I moved. I am now I now work for uh, Air Advice uh, out of Portland, Oregon, but I'm still in Chicago. So it's you're doing it like we're doing this show virtually. Yeah, it's magic. so you virtually work for them. Mm -hmm. If you know, you know what the word virtual means, right? It's like almost like, but not really. It's well, ver is uh, is the German word for fur, which is murder. Kraus, you're gonna have to weigh in on this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to remember that one from my time there. Joe doesn't know what and to say. Chew. It's totally devolved already in two minutes. Then, yeah, or, or, or Joe's frozen. I can't tell. Uh, frozen. Why am I frozen? I don't know. <laughs> Water margaritas. <laughs> wow! If I hit return on the um, uh, streamyard, will it take me out or just? I'm going to pull you out and back in. Ah, and see, you. there you go. Are you are you live now? Yep. It changed his order though, but I, I kind of like being being here anyway, sitting over the top. Being, being over Joe, yeah, I feel better about way. that. So, um, yeah. there's a some kind of Brady Bunch setting here that we should be doing. Uh, I'm still frozen. Can I just read? Does, does that feel like the Brady Bunch now? Yeah, yeah, I, I think you can. Well, you're you're streaming fine, Joe. Yeah, but I, 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 all of you are frozen to me. So really? Uh, yeah, it's, I'm on a major delay right now. Okay. For one, it's not my Krause internet the, connection. Yeah, how about it? yeah, so fine. Like we're yeah. six minutes into the show and we haven't said anything substantive yet, but that's okay. Um, uh, you know. Well, it's the right show. Yeah, it's so welcome everybody who's out there in the live audience. I, I, and this is unlike what our, our, our weekly uh, live show that we do via Zoom and then through our streaming portals, uh, where we can we actually have a live virtual audience there and we can see how many people are in. This is kind of a little bit more going through a lot of different portals. And uh, we are this is the first show that we're officially streaming live to the Healthy Indoors online global community. So we're real excited about that. This is going to be an ongoing thing. All of our programs will stream there, um, and we have some new programs coming out, which we'll talk about later in this show. Uh, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting night because we're, we're pushing it all over the place. It's on the community. It's at HealthyIndoors.com. It's at Facebook. It's at YouTube. It's on LinkedIn. I mean, come on now. It's everywhere. Wow. We're worldwide, wow. baby. Wow. Yeah, so, so yeah, eh, whatever. I'm not even going to offer words of caution. It's good enough for the girls I go with. <sighs> Joe, say something. Say something that's at least on topic. Sentient. So, for those of you who are going, okay, well, then what's your show about? So, I don't think we really kind of talked about the concept that we tried to come up with something that was more of like, you know, you're at a conference and we saw each other at a conference, and the conference uh, that, that was kind of the end of the day, and we all found ourselves in the bar, like behind me, except with a bunch of people. We'd be like, hey, man, did you catch that one session? Or, you know, God, I, I really thought that guy was out of whack, or she had nothing to say, or that was some amazing content that we'd want to share with each other or talk about that kind of stuff. So the goal is to try to, you know, just be super casual and talk about some of the things that we think are uh, really interesting, what we've been finding, what we think is BS or not BS, or uh, just great stuff. So we try to find some uh, really interesting people, bring them on, uh, try not to abuse them. Hopefully they won't abuse us. And then we're able to share some great information and resources. So that's really our goal is of, let's just kind of relax in the evening and uh, do something that we don't have a show for IEQ people. You know, there are shows during the day, but we're trying to come up with, hey, you know what? For those of you who want to relax and learn more, uh, Jay, you can mute yourself when you do that, but that's okay. So, all right. 
Okay. Well, so you so you haven't really found uh, any interesting people to bring on yet. Hopefully, next week we'll have, or next month we'll have. <laughs> yeah, that. I was gonna say instead yeah, you, you know. got us. Yeah, well, you know, well, we, we, me, Dave is cool. Bob and I are like, you know, we could do this by ourselves, but uh, no, let's go. Find yeah, somebody. even our families wouldn't watch that. No, no. Hey, is it okay if it. I call you Dave, Doctor Krause? Anytime. Okay. <laughs> we're now we're doing the Brady Bunch officially. Um, so, so you know, those of you who watch our weekly show, you know, I know there's some of you out there that watch the weekly show, and you know, that's somewhat unstructured, a little bit, a little bit freewheeling. Uh, this is a whole different animal. Um, so, Dave, Dave has been a regular on on the Healthy Indoors Live Show uh, on the Thursday show. I, I, you've, you, I think you've appeared more than anybody in the history of the program. You've been on like six when, times. When do I get the, uh, the the blue jacket like they do on Saturday Night Live? That's you know, what, you know, what I've got it's I have a hat. That I'm going to send you, and the hat says "Make Indoor Air Great Again." We have a Make Indoor Air Great Again hats. Okay, we do have them, and we're going to start putting them around. So it's the Myaga hats. We have <laughs> the Myasma hat. Myaga. Oh, yeah. yeah, Myasma. Myasma. Mm. All right. So, I mean, David, you you want to talk a little bit? Of, let's let's talk about the CDC thing because um, early we had a call earlier this week and just started talking about that, and it's like, you know, well, actually, where all the agencies, right? We're coming off, not coming off. We're we're on maybe the waning time of this pandemic, at least in the United States. Um, okay. Well. Well, yeah, I know, I know, because the problem is there's variants, and we don't know what's going to happen in the fall again. It yeah. could ramp right back up with variants, um, because we still have a lot of areas in this country that aren't fully vaccinated um, or heavily vaccinated. New York supposedly has seventy percent, which I think, first of all, I don't believe it. But but if if it is actually seventy, I'm just saying I don't believe the data. Well, I think uh, after but, all those people died, there wasn't that many. nursing homes are seventy percent. Anyway, you know, so so I mean, we're we're totally back to normal in New York for the first time in like what four sixteen months, fifteen months, something like that. A lot of the a lot of yeah. the country is everything's wide York. open yeah. in New York. Oh, yeah, right. First, this is the first time since last March it's been open. Well, yeah, you know, my my uh, what the CDC say? What what's your CDC statement? Well, we'll get to the CDC. Okay, but Dave, go. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, for me, a lot of people may not know. I I I've been you know kicked in and out of public health a few times in my career uh worked with um the state department of health uh department of health in florida worked with cdc on certain on several you know issues that became national issues um so i mean there's a love-hate relationship there and i'm i'm sure uh i'm it, it, it definitely uh, uh it goes both ways sometimes they take my call sometimes they don't um but the CDC has a great history, and they have a great narrative, they have a great story. Um, they have changed a lot over the years. And I think what the general public and a lot of professionals have seen throughout the pandemic has been uh, CDC under a microscope that demonstrates they don't do public health messaging well. They have a lot of good intentions, uh, but they're not experts in everything. And that's where any kind of experts really kind of uh, fall by the wayside is when they start speaking outside of their wheelhouse. Um, so I think some of the, my experiences in the past with dealing with, uh, you know, C 
CDC folks on various outbreaks or incidences um, has become more commonplace. And uh, one of the biggest things I think has happened here, uh, whether it's the administration, the pandemic, or both, is that the CDC is broken. And can you put Humpty Dumpty back together again? Uh, there was a wonderful article uh, in New York Times Magazine last weekend by Janine uh, Interlandi um, titled, can, uh, can the CDC be fixed? Well, that infers that it's broken. And I'd certainly encourage everybody to read this. At least this the author, very at least the author long... encourages that. And that was in the New Yorker, you said? <laughs> uh, New York Times Magazine. New York Times Magazine, okay. Yeah. Can we can we separate the term uh, broken and fixed to trusted and uh, as trusted? That to me, that's really what broken means. Is that uh, I'm not sure if I can trust that they are an independent resource based upon the last administration. Well, I don't think they've been an independent resource for 20 years. Um, public health has uh, at least uh, at least since the mid 90s when um, uh, the hemosiderosis in infants uh, out of the Cleveland area was, uh, was came about. That was really a combination of politics and health came together, where it first really came together and came off the rails. That was one of the first articles and conclusions that CDC had to retract. And, yeah, and there's been a few there, since yeah, then. There was well. a lot of lot of flaws in that study, right? You know, I mean, it really oh, it made, it made, it made some, yeah, it made, it made some major claims yeah yeah so uh, i think it's it's been out of that um the, the shine wore off probably 30 years ago most people didn't realize that and have accepted it and there have been you know a lot of people standing on the shoulders of a lot of uh great researchers and 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 giants in the in the field um but new reliable research and information coming out of the cdc i think has been um few and far between. So, and you're saying that's, that's been for a while. I mean, obviously, I mean, my concerns really, you know, sparked, you know, last year, you know, when they were like, you know, there was just misinformation, not, not, not just lack of information, misinformation. OSHA, in my opinion, was pretty much AWOL. They were missing in action. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. OSHA just disappeared for 2020. Um, they well, seem to. They've been unfunded for, for decades. Uh, they yeah, don't but they, the still, they fund with they fund with fines, don't they? Well, have you seen their fines? I mean, I've heard I've, of their I've fines. I never got one. <laughs> That's what you're asking. Yeah, it's cost of doing business. I, I I've investigated, yeah. uh, you know, uh, fatalities in which the cost of the fine was, you know, one tenth of the the boat that was being manufactured by the guy who died, and there was there was no other, you know background on that but uh, osha really they don't leave the office to investigate now until there's probably multiple fatalities on a work site so yeah they've been out of the uh out of the enforcement area for a long time well yeah i mean it's the snake eating its own tail right i mean if you're not funded then who's going who are how are you going to employ people to actually to give fines. I mean, that's the thing, you know, again, back to what Bob said, you know, coming from the weatherization world, I remember when we rolled out the EPA RRP certification uh, for, you know, lead safe work. And we were telling everybody $30,000 a day, you're going to get fined $30,000 a day. 
Um, do you know how many people got fined $30,000 a day since then? I don't, it's not, it's not I even was, funded. Is it I was even hoping funded you knew, Dave. I don't know, but <laughs> I don't think it's a lot. I, I heard it was one. I heard about one person, but it, I literally it could be propaganda. But yeah. I mean, they from what I hear, right? That, that whole program doesn't have an awful lot of funding for enforcement at all, right? It doesn't even. It's kind of doesn't no, exist. No, and you know well, it's funny because most. I'm sorry. Most most fine based you know, most of those programs are never intended to be funded by the fines they hand out. That would create havoc. Yeah, conflict of interest, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if your raises the and cops. your budgets are based upon fines, Katie, bar the door. It's, right. It so seems I, like toward it seems like toward the end of the month, though, the like state police seem to be out there writing a lot of tickets in New York. So it well, seems like they're somewhat funded by it. Yeah, that's not. That's a bit, that's I'm just saying, there's you know, or there seems to be government organizations that seem to do a lot of self funding. Yeah, not not OSHA, EPA, or CDC. And and the funny part is, having been in the, in the in government and seeing how it works, you can have a nice budget, but they have this other thing called budget spending authority. So I could have a budget of a million dollars for my little office, but I've only given the budget authority for five hundred thousand. Let's clarify too, David. Uh, you know, so you, you were you spent how many years in uh, running the IQ division for the state of Florida? Quite a while, right? Uh, the health department. No, it, it was about three years back okay. in the um, mid '90s, and then I went back in uh, 2008 as the state toxicologist for the state of Florida. So you've done. Um, so you've done the government, the public service thing twice. Yeah, glutton for punishment. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now, the irony I tell people is that when I was there as a uh, late 20s, early 30s, um, uh, environmental specialist, three industrial hygienist, no graduate degrees, I had a three quarter of a million dollar a year budget, gave away funding and grants to, to cover indoor air programs across the state. We did 5000 responses a year. Um, I had four people in Tallahassee and uh, 16 people across the state who, who reported to me. Fast forward to 2008, I come back as state toxicologist. I have two people who work for me entirely. I have no budget. I have no grants. I have no travel budget and I have no uh, research budget. So you came back with a PhD though, right? Yeah. They viewed and, you more that, dangerous at that point. That and $2 Eighty cents will buy you a cup of coffee at Starbucks. I'll take it. Eighty cents. What? What Starbucks do, you want? Do you, to? To, do you have to procure that? that <laughs> but you have to procure that 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 Starbucks coffee, which means you got to get three comp comp competing bids and uh, turn them in take you thirty days. But yeah, you yeah. still get a coffee. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> get get the low bid on that. So public health has been defunded, and a lot of people don't realize it. Um, last time I worked at the Department of Health and, and left in 2011, I think I was one of half a dozen people at the state level who were actually funded by the state. The other 300 people were funded by grants or federal agencies. Really? That's the state of Florida, though, right? State of Florida, yes. And is, do you have taxes. There's no state taxes, right? There's no state income tax? 
just sales tax and like burdensome taxes on all his tourists? Disney tax, hotel tax. Yes, yeah, the car, <laughs> rental car tax. Uh, fine for have, driving on the on the highway that you can't drive on because they all have uh, like pseudo version of Easy Pass that doesn't work with real Easy Pass. That does make me think of something I was going to say earlier about OSHA. I think OSHA should be able to give speeding tickets to people who are driving for work. What? Here, here. Thanks, thanks, Jay. <laughs> Don't you think? I mean, if seriously, if you're driving, say, you know, you're working for the CDC and you're uh, driving to, you know, you're driving a CDC vehicle. You're speeding or whatever. You're looking at your text messages. You should get it. OSHA should be able to pull you over and, and give you a ticket. Well, you could just apply that to anybody who's on the job driving uh, or working or especially a federal or state agency. Sure. Yeah. You said well, it. I didn't yeah, say that. It's a, well, I'm sure that's easy to implement, yep. too. That you're, is you're so socialist. Easy. You're tomorrow. Socialist. Yeah. And and what's, yeah, like, I, I want my Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, you know, bring it on. <laughs> Yeah, I was told we were going to get political. Were you not, that, was that political? We just did. We just did. We, okay, we, there was. I, yeah, I, honestly, you know, well, I mean, you you know where I come from, you know. So, um, and I'm I'm try, I'm doing my best to you try serious? to try to moderate myself and not like my, my you know moderate my own now, self. Yeah, but yeah. see, the thing is, is, I really don't want to lose half of my audience or forty eight percent of it, you know, instantly. Or your you know? funding, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't have any funding. Well, you, actually, you, you have some corporate people. We, that we like have all... corporate. Yeah, okay, yeah. you're right. I could. You're right, but we don't have any sponsors on this show. So yet, yet, right, yet. So, <laughs> yeah. So you want to waste keep, your money? Contact sitting here drinking live on air. Yeah. Um, right. well, we have to make a comment. So we do have people in the live audience. Okay, what? on the community. No, on the community, it's really exciting. So. So um, Pat from up in Alaska is actually on there commenting, saying it's not fair. You guys, it's drinking hours, and he just finished lunch. Yeah, well, you're in Alaska, dude. I'm sorry, you know. You just finished it. lunch. Yeah, it's only four else. hours later than here, right? Yeah, no, nobody's expecting. Yeah, I mean, you're supposed to be a rugged you, individualist. You, you finished lunch wait, at 3, 3 wait, 30? wait, wait. Why can't he be drinking now? I don't know. Yeah, and right. then he's and, and, and a real comedy put up there is yeah, if OSHA if OSHA didn't disappear in 2020, they would have had to do millions of investigations for PPE violations with a smiley. And I totally agree because I was bitching about that right out of the blocks. It's yeah. like there's everybody's wearing N95s. Whoa, whoa, in the workplace, it's like, oh wait a second, those are respirators. Where's your respiratory protection program? You know, it's like all of a sudden we forgot about that. So, and the point is, and Dave, you're going to jump in on this too. I know, being a health and safety person, it, it's like. There's a reason why we have that those laws for respiratory protection because it's actually that you wear them properly. People that aren't trained to wear respiratory protection maybe don't even have the rest, you know, the capacity in their pulmonary system to handle it. And we're just throwing now we're throwing respirators on them. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Well, but that's why the that's why the CDC masks, okay, are not respirators, and they're not a public they're not an occupational uh, protective measure. They but there was a, a lot of mis there was a lot of miscommunication from the CDC uh, uh, conflating or convoluting. I don't know if it's, what, what's the proper word. Masks and respirators, right? And especially N95s, the disposable type masks that kind of look or respirators that kind of look like masks. There was but right, say there was N95 a lot of, right there on the front, and then say artificial. Right, mine all say KN95, but you know it's you know <laughs> minor communist. Yeah. Well, you know, and and that again goes back to to public health messaging. Uh, that used to be one of my biggest pet peeves when I was with the state is that um, we, public health in general, stink at offering public health messages, um, at giving clear information, clear guidance, um, you know, not contradicting yourself three times in one press conference. 
And so the, the COVID uh, messaging about, you know, don't wear a mask, it doesn't do much good to, you must wear a mask all the time, but it can't have a valve, but it, uh, you know, isn't a respirator and it is a respirator and it, wear the mask to protect your neighbor and then wear a mask to protect yourself. I mean, it was entirely foreseeable. It was a, an unforced error that with just a little bit of forethought could have been and should have been a very clear message. Joe Medosh and I had that message right on, on point starting in March of 2020. Yeah. I just want yeah. to make that clear. And you were on the show too. We, we yeah. In the first episode, wait, wait. our first COVID episode, we talked about this. And those who were in official capacities were like, oh, no, no, be careful what you tell other people to do. And I'm like, well, you know, that's going to get you in more trouble, like listening to those who are official because they're like, I'm not sure if I could tell you to wear a mask. And I'm like, Bob and I are like, you should be wearing masks. And uh, this it's is social, yeah, we're wearing masks to be socially responsible. Yeah. Well, you I don't know, know if we and, and we're a respirator to protect your ass. That's not human nature. It's not human nature. Let me tell you, if you tell everybody to wear a mask to protect somebody else, people don't. You tell it to protect to protect themselves. You're, you're talking in American they're, they're culture. They're more likely to do it. Yeah, American yeah. culture. You know what's interesting too? So I read I read an article about uh the, you know the the Spanish flu, right, in uh, 1918, and this same shit was going on back then. Like people were like there was protests with 10,000 people in San Francisco bitching about wearing masks. Because they were telling yep. people to wear face coverings, and they were like protesting. It's the same. It, this hasn't changed. It's like the America Playbook. A hundred years later, we have you know we're doing exactly the same stuff. And ironically, in that same time frame, because the Spanish flu is a global pandemic, the Asian cultures, many Asian countries, took upon themselves to actually wear you know masks whenever you were ill or whatever. So that's like standard practice in most of those countries. So they didn't. Yep. There was no fighting about putting a mask on. Yeah, I know. I know. Freedom. No, nothing. Well, fact, I, I don't know about you. Human nature is very timeless. I'll drink to that. You guys have now been out in public, and, and, and you're like seeing people, and you're like, "Oh, you need to put a mask back on." Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> I've been told that." I'm like, whoa. I mean, you get totally yeah, politically. Yeah, you need a mask. You get totally yeah. politically incorrect. I mean, on the dating <clears throat> scene, and this is for men or women, right? There's there were a lot of surprises probably in 2020. <laughs> mask off, mask on. What you have mask on? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Now the surprise was when I put my mask on. I had to smell my breath all day. I was like, "Wow." Was that really a surprise, though? Yes. <laughs> it really was. Well, I was like, "Wow." That's really I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you my real opinion about why I think so many people don't want to wear, wear masks. The, I, I'm waiting with bated breath. I bet you are. Um, they're pussies. Okay? It sucks. <laughs> well, it sucks. Welcome it's to After Hours. Hey, no, I need to. I need to follow up on that. I need to follow up on that. So I am a big workout guy. I especially yeah. I like to do really heavy, intense workouts. I was wearing the mask. And you want to talk about, you know, I, I think all, all of you are probably familiar with, if, when you get too much CO2, you get you get really freaked out. You get really scared. You get really worried. Do and you? I, well, yeah, how much CO2 are you talking? A lot. I mean, when you're, you know, when you're <laughs> I, I, deprived of oxygen and you get, you get. But those, are you really deprived of oxygen with a mask? You're it's not. Just no, it's just I mental. Just, all you have to do. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. If you are all you got to do. I'm talking Keep about, listen, 
I am telling you, I'm, I'm in, I'm, what I'm talking about is I'm in the gym. I'm doing yeah. CrossFit. I'm running sprints. I'm doing things that generally make you crazy out of breath. And I, and it taught me to really breathe hard in through my nose and out through my mouth. Like I'd always been told to. And every once in a while I'd look around and see some guy, you know, he's taking it off. And I, that's why I had to follow up on what, uh, uh, what Dr. Dave said. Cause I was like, you're a pussy. Cause you had to yeah. take your mask off. Cause you know why? Cause you were freaking out a little bit. And you couldn't take it. You had to take your breath off. And I was like, you know what? I'll take, leave my breath on my, my, my mask on. And, uh, yeah. well, it, well, it is a matter I of people. You know what? You're making, but there's, there's an interesting point here. I, let me just throw my point in and then you can come in. I, the thing is that people that are accustomed to wearing respiratory protection, right. That do that for a living, you know, and I'm a scuba diver too. So I'm used to being in confined areas with, you have to regulate the amount of air you pull, you know, like you've got a regulator, but can only feed, you know, was it five CFM is all you can pull through a reg usually ish. You know I mean? That's about mm -hmm. it. So if you over, you can over breathe your regulator when you're scuba diving, you absolutely can over breathe a PAPR or, or a respirator. And you know, you always have to get that woosah thing. You got to chill your ass down when you're in those. So you, you psychologically, yes. that's why I always have, you know, <clears throat> a t air in my tank when I come up, when I'm diving, I don't burn it. It's, it's, yeah. you, chill, you chill. Yep. Yeah. Okay, Joe. I'm sorry. I, I jumped I, over. We you. all over turns. So since you all have talked about your mailings, I, I skydive. So just so if I could throw do that you? in, since you all do your own. Is weird that shit. true? <laughs> yeah, I have. So um, oh, you have. <laughs> okay. There's a difference between I have and I skydive. That doesn't mean I do them always. Yeah. Are you scuba diving now? Then back off. Okay. So there. Yeah. Right. I miss so, a video that, studio that, without water. I, I, yeah. This is so, I'm going to go back to uh, uh, pirate, uh, Dr. Too. This is wrong. Uh, I agree with the pussy concept, but taking the mask off briefly is just an anxiety attack. So, But these are people who are like, oh, I don't want to wear it. I don't, you, we see these guys out there like, no, it's, I'm too manly to wear it. Uh, yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, you know what? I can't big, wait for the, you know, be in the hospital. Yeah, well, I, one of the things we want to talk about tonight, I want to make sure we bring up is let's all go on record and make some predictions of what's going to happen this fall. Because this fall is going to be F like you can't fathom that either you're like, okay, I got a booster shot or my my uh, injection is still doing well. Meanwhile, other places are going to be like panic city. People aren't going to go to some of these places because they're going to be collapsing with so many infections. And we're like, oh, no, we're done. And you're like, oh, well, wait. And uh, oh. the question is, I don't think anybody's want to close or do all the things we just did. They're like, just suffer through it, people. I, I think I think Bob was right that we can't trust the data because how cases are being counted, if they're being counted from county to county, city to city, state to state, the, the numbers that are the most reliable are um, how many hospital beds do you have available? How many ICU beds do you have available? That's not something you can really um, meddle with very much. So to know if your hospitals in your areas can ma manage what they're dealing with now and a mass casualty event, that's an important piece of information. And so that's what, that's what I've been watching are, are, you know, the available hospital beds and available ICU beds as, as I would say the most tangible metric we have. And really, you know, what are you saying? Point, what are you saying? Well, well, it's it's better. It's better than it was. I mean, in Central well, it's Florida, it was last year. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and they're much more back into normal uh, availabilities. But if you start seeing spikes and medical center crisis and not being able to, you know, having not being able to take in more patients, mm -hmm. um, that's I think going to be the most reliable 
metric of are we having problems or not? Are we outpacing our medical abilities? And so you need to qualify that. We, we're talking the United States here. India is in crisis right now. You know, it's like horrible. Brazil, crisis. I mean, it's like there, there's like pockets, all, not just pockets, major population centers around the planet that are still uh, people, you know, people are horribly affected. This, this is, this thing mm -hmm. is not over. I, and I know we're all tired. I mean, I, I admit it too. I'm, you know, maybe potentially let my guard down a little bit now because both Christy and I actually had COVID, you know, got through it fairly unscathed. I mean, you know, we felt sick for a couple of weeks, but we got better. We got va fully vaccinated with the Pfizer thing. So yeah, I mean, I'm not wearing a mask anymore. I, I haven't been, you know, since, you know, since, things loosened up in the state. And uh, yeah. although on an aircraft, I'm still, I, I told her, I still have one of those easy flows, you know, the little mini PAPR thing uh, with the N95. I am going to wear that when I fly. And I don't care if it upsets people because first of all, I wanted to wear that five years ago. I hate when somebody's <laughs> sitting next to me, breathing their stink ass <laughs> breath on me. Like I actually want a positive air thing to keep their stuff away from me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to wear that forever. It, to be honest. Well, I think we probably change what's acceptable and what's not. You know, I, I've been wearing respirators since I was 18. Um, in 18 the Army. months or 18 years? Yeah, probably 18 months. Uh, but certainly 18 years when I, when, I, when I went in the military and dealing with things, you know, with uh, chemical weapons. We, we, we dealt with live agent. And the funniest thing I ever saw were some of my soldiers, they always just couldn't quite get the respirator, always bitched it, griped about having to wear the, the masks and because they were hot. And I mean, we'd be in them for eight, 15, 20 hours at a time. As soon as we're dealing with live agent, real world GB, yeah. VX, nerve agent, that was their best buddy. They could put on that respirator in three seconds flat. Absolutely no problems. No gripe about it when it, when it had, when they had skin in the what, game. What? When it was legit, yeah. When you actually were yeah. at, at risk, yeah. You know, it's like I, I, I doubt anybody in World War One worried about putting their mask on and with the mustard gas. I'm sure it went on pretty yeah. quick. They don't worry about their stinking breath. Right, so I want to ask our uh, our audience, uh, all, all twelve of them that are out there, is um, what's you? Where do you feel that you now have a risk or? think that, oh, you know what, I probably should pull, put my mask on. In fact, I, you know, I mean, most people still carry a mask because some places are like, sorry, no entry without a mask. But in general that, you know, you're, there's some places where I go into and I'm like, you know, this is one of those places where I will go ahead and go back to the risk. I don't need to be exposed to something because it looks as though half my audience here is, a, you know, a, does not believe in uh, having the vaccine. So uh, I will go ahead and, and do that in a few places. But I'm just curious as to what, where are other people still find there to be a risk? And, well, uh, and, and, and let me interject here. So some people are watching us from the Healthy Endures online global community platform that we just launched, which we're, we'll run a commercial on that in a little bit when we take a break and uh, tell you a little bit more about it. But if you're not currently, if you're watching us on HealthyIndoors.com or on social media, check this out. If you go to global.healthyindoors.com. So it's global.healthyindoors.com. That's our global community platform. Um, the show streams for free. It's the it's the HI After Hours show on the tab there, and you can be watching it, and then you can write comments. Well, here's the qualifier. You can write comments providing you join the community, but it's free. So you should join the community and be part of it. Because if you're interested in this stuff, you why are you not on our community? That's what I want to know. Why wouldn't you be? Despite sound me. a lot like yeah. a sales pitch. I think Dr. Dave knows. Dave's on it. That's right. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> That's going to be our commercial. 
oh my god we are like so so already over the edge i, oh, I can yeah. just see i can see the hate mail coming in already. no no there's yeah the edge could go come much closer <laughs> You, which reminds me, here's a quick anecdote. So what, years ago, I you know I had two pit bulls, and one they were both rescues, and one was a psycho. And uh, I was having a really bad day, and the day was going shitty. And as I'm walking out to my building in the back, going, "This day can't get any worse." Next thing you know, I got attacked by my pit bull. He tried to bite me in the throat, and I had to block him here and got like sutures and almost severed an artery. And I had to put my dog down and everything. And and I said at the end of it, I'm a mask. It can, it can, no, I didn't say that. I said. Oh. It, it actually can get worse, and I'll never say that phrase again. Because yeah. whenever you say things can't get worse, they can get a buttload worse. Yeah. Now, now if the dog was wearing a mask, he wouldn't have been bit. So, <laughs> yes. yeah. if he was wearing, yeah, that's, that's good. I know that's Jay was thinking that. I know Jay was going to come out. With that. I was thinking about that. Yeah, they call him. Yeah. Well, talking about talking about uh, predictions. Um, All right, let's hear David Krause's predictions. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, you know. We've all basically, you know, been apart from each other for over a year. You and me. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm feeling, the, feeling the pain. Feeling the pain. <laughs> but I think you know you're going to see a resurgence of the flu. You're going to see a resurgence of, uh, you know, the the common cold. You're going to see everything else, and people are going to freak out when they they think they're sick. And, and STDs. And STDs. Oh, 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 Jay, you are awesome. He, as I said, it, he, the mask is not going to help with that. No, oh, but the, well, the money is, we, we are like, okay. We went from like, I don't want to be around anybody. I got a mask. And suddenly I'm like, hey, you know what? You look great. Hey. I, I want to be around you and uh, I'll get close to you and I won't wear my mask. And I'm going to go in social areas that are like really disgusting just because I haven't been there in a year. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah, let me tell you, alcohol makes everybody look better, even with even without and and safe and healthy, right? Uh, yeah, you, exactly. you, yeah, you definitely don't have COVID. <laughs> I just spent two weeks in New Orleans in the French Quarter, working. Unfortunately, oh, we and, were there for uh, fun a few weeks ago, or about a month ago. Oh man, I wish I would have been, but uh, the drunks are still coming out. They are. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that has been uh, diminished at all. So, I want to clarify. No, I just want to clarify. So you're predicting that we will go back to not just well, things we have, but probably even higher levels of uh, other contagious diseases. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are going to rebound and, you know, not want to wear masks. And, you know, the whole hygiene theater was 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 very comical uh, with the, you know, we're cleaning and disinfecting. And and then you watch the, you know, the, the young lady or the, the bus boy at the at the restaurant, wipe down the uh, the tables, the the desk, the front door, and then the the, the then the drink stand with the same rack, um, and you know putting out this. But you clean the perception that they're. Yeah, yeah. They, they, then they went over and you know wiped down their shoes in the bathroom. Um, so there was a there was a big disconnect of uh, what people were saying they were doing versus what they were really doing in the. This this room has been cleaned and disinfected for your safety. Well, it was hygiene theater anyway, right? Because we're dealing with a an aerosol virus. You know, the transmission main primary transmission was aerosol. So wiping wiping down desktops and stuff isn't really going to do jack shit anyway, is it? Really? I mean, it's gonna it's gonna clean it for other uh, for other things. You know, maybe other things that you do contract that way. So, I mean, you are. I mean, in theory, right? It, it, but wait, wait, no, no, no. I I got this from David. Uh, let's clarify. So cleaning is a good practice. Whether or not you need to disinfect 
is a whole nother world that many yep. times is that's the waste of money. That's the wasted effort, but cleaning the fogging is, stuff. Yeah. You know, well, no, you can spray it, whatever you like, you can clean the surface and you're like, Oh, now we have to disinfect. So like, well, that was good of you to do both. But I think the cleaning probably did the, the such a majority that that those are good habits. I'm, I'm not, uh, they, are. Yeah, I'm they, didn't, yeah. they didn't bother training people how to clean. No. And let me tell you, most people don't know how to clean. You know, yeah, Bob, we, we worked with you on some videos and using fluorescent materials. And I learned how to clean how, watching you with yeah with fluorescent tracers. And my goodness, it's like when you, you know, watch when you do the blacklight stuff. I mean, it's like it's almost as horrifying as taking a blacklight to your hotel room. Um, I would never do that. <laughs> no, never. I did that once after a trade show. Somebody gave me one. I turned it on. And I turned it off immediately. And I just stood in the corner. <laughs> Well, but, you know, back to the CDC. I think... <laughs> what? what? I'm, not, I'm not even sure we got there, but okay. Let me switch lanes real quick. Like, we're, we're rapidly becoming drunk history, but I like it. <laughs> drunk, drunk... So uh, then the CDC says... <laughs> <laughs> then they say... <laughs> well, I just... I, I wonder when they are... It's going to be up at the legislative level of whether or not they're still doing what they need to be doing because you've got a disconnect of they're funded to do prevention and they're funded to um to do chronic disease and 99.99 percent of the time if you are successful doing prevention nothing happens if you're successful doing chronic disease you may be able to show a reduction in, in disease and the F, the effects. So I, I don't think, I think there, there's a good chance that it would be worthwhile separating that group. Um, if you're trying to prepare or prevent disease, you kind of have to use different tools and different approaches and different mindsets. And if you are tasked with doing both, you're going to spend more, your time on things you can get attaboys for. So you're thinking that's convoluted then basically, you know, like there, there are two missions that are not, they're not on the same path, right? They're, just they're almost just at their name, the centers for disease control and prevention, but we call them the CDC. What happened to the P that was a debate when they first named the darn agency. Has it always been that really, yeah. but they came up, well, maybe they only wanted a three digit acronym. 1946. <laughs> what do they care? <laughs> they, you know, it costs. You had to pay the typeset back then. It cost a lot. You know, put an extra letter in. Somebody had to take that lead letter and stick it in the frame in the Guggenheim press. You know. Now the, I, they didn't want the prevention to begin with because it is a it's a loser of a of a job. You know, if if you if you do it well, nobody sees anything. If you think at it, oh my God, you've got a pandemic on your hands. Hmm. Funny it's how like, that works. Yeah, it's, that's what they say about like uh, like in football. It's like special teams players. It's like if you know the punter's name, he sucks. <laughs> yep. Damned if you true. do, damned if you don't. So no, you no, also say if you're a long snapper, you can out. get a scholarship anywhere. But that, that's another. Fo I used to be a football coach. You know, whatever. Learn how to long snap. All you kids out there that are looking have aspirations of moving on to the college level, learn how to long snap. If you're like linebacker or any other position, if you can long snap, you will get a gig somewhere. Good long snappers always wanted. Get in it. 
we'll be right back after this. So, wait, I want to hear Jay's prediction. Jay, what do you got as predictions for us? Good. Well, I think, you know, from my perspective, it seems like, and again, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not new to the indoor air quality world, but uh, I just recently switched over to exclusively um, doing indoor air quality. And, um, you know, part of the reason why I did that, and if I, you know, if I may be honest, is because I felt like this was a perfect time. This is when, you know, people, the, the general population is, is concerned and they're thinking about it. And now is a perfect time to capitalize on that. Um, what I didn't think about was the fact that there would be plenty of people who were capitalizing on it that were selling unproven or uh, and I'm searching for my words here that are selling Novel technologies, technologies, okay. that, shiny objects, correct. Magical things that, that magical don't necessarily things. work. Silver and, bullets. Yep. And how much easier it is, especially when people, it, it's way easier when people want it. What's oh, even yeah. easier when people have money that are, is given to them to spend. Again, exactly. And so exactly. And my, <laughs> so my prediction, are we just predicting for the fall? Was you, 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 you can extend it where you want. Let's keep uh, it Joe, did you put years. a limit on it? Let's keep it within two years. Okay. Uh, okay. Two years. Well, it's past the fall. So yeah. I'll make a, a few predictions based off that. Number one, that this is going to become a topic that's going to be, uh, that that's going to be a household topic that people are going to know about. Not just the us that are interested in it. It's going to be people that, that everybody's going to know about it. Did you hear about uh, this, you know, that uh, so-and-so is getting ripped off? And then I think the number two, there's going to be major lawsuits, um, you know, that then there's going to be major battles. Um, and then I think it's gonna, it's funny because I think it's going to come back to what Dave was just talking about. Um, because I think that the failure of the CDC messaging is the fact that you know something that we all take for granted is that um you know science uh, you know when we're talking about studies and things we're talking about you know we're always we accept a certain level of validity of reliability and we know that it can't be perfect that is the scientific method the scientific method is trying to disprove your theory but but the, the general populace doesn't understand that and they are being taken advantage of um, because they're being taught that it's a zero-sum game. They're being taught that if there's even one exception, then you can't trust it all. So um, I think that's a bad thing, but it could be a good thing with some of these novel technologies because I think there's going to be a few people who are being told, hey, this works, it's scientific, and there were studies done, and they're not going to ask about the studies and then they're going to be rip roaring, uh, pissed off. Well, I mean, were the studies and, and how were the studies done? Were they independent studies or were these studies that were funded by, you know, a product manufacturer? And generally, yeah, <laughs> and again, they don't, you know, that's, you that's know? us. We, we talk about that and we know that oh, we do, but they don't. Well, I, I hate to tell you, there's no such thing as an independent study. You right. Know, well, you somebody- start Somebody's Somebody getting paid for something. For Somebody's getting a grant yeah. or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but right. not only yeah. that, but I mean, even if you think about the, the scientific method is that it starts with a theory. You have a theory that you're trying to disprove. You think something, so, you know, only well, well, I mean, Or you have a theory that I'm going to sell this shit and I can make a lot of money at it and let me prove that it works. Yeah, that's right. That, that theory that's does the theory work. That's the theory they're usually testing. That's the other 
you don't you have know, to test method. that too hard. That one works pretty well. I think that's I think that's that's the the commerce method. Wait, wait. Yeah. So I, I, want, I want to summarize real quick what Craig Jay said that we're going to be much more uh, common household people, be much more knowledgeable and interested in indoor air quality. What was your other one, Jay? Well, yeah, I, I mean, think they're going to know about this silent battle between you know um, uh, the p people that are selling things that don't work and people that are you know that are pushing back. So right now, I mean, obviously we're not really hearing about it, but 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 the but the four of us are know about it. I'm sure the people that are on the that are on the call know all about it. They probably could name specific names about some of the the battles in court and some of the arguments online and things like that. But but I think that's going to be commonplace. I think uh, so. Wait, wait. So you have two, all right? Two. Okay. So I want to I want to make my prediction, and that is that uh, the things that I've heard about in my entire life are consumer education. Once we educate the consumer. Anything is possible. Which oh, yeah, I, I, that's right. I don't know. However, you are. However old you are, the oldest person out there has heard that since they first entered the work of consumer education. So I just don't think it's possible. And the, the reason that I'm going to say that we said all oh, we're going to go political is that if 70% of Republicans don't think that Donald Trump actually lost the election, I don't know how in the hell we're going to convince them of any kind of scientific basis about indoor air quality impacts or health or things that they want to do. When we're we're so whacked out right now, the weird things we believe and what's you know the whole concept of news and fake news. They came up with that concept, and then they actually decided to come up with fake news. So it's like, okay, whatever news you want to believe, you can believe it. So I just don't see – and believe me, I, I've been doing well, – the There's not two indoor. types of facts either. There's fact and there's not fact. Not, alter, the term alternative fact, uh, it, still, it still haunts me years later. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, but – you, you can convince people of anything. Anything. Okay. That's right. well, clearly, Goebbels, Goebbels, Hitler, and uh, all that, that whole bunch uh, proved that it can so, be done. Yeah. Prior to the early 1900s or late 1800s, I it was not too, yeah. acceptable, not just not come in practice. It was not acceptable for a surgeon to wash his hands between surgeries on patients. 17, 1800s, it was common practice, the standard practice. If you weren't bleeding your patients to remove the bad air, oh, the bad you blood. were not. You had bad blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got the malaria. So we, if we look back, you know, we go 100 years in the future and look back at what we're doing now, medical-wise, public health-wise, what we think, we will think what barbaric idiots they were. Okay, so let's, that's, we believe things because, you know, of, of any number of ignorances and information that is, is put into us. You know, our, our parents and hell, uh, you know, even some of us, we're convinced that if they hid under their desk during the nuclear blast, they'd be okay. Because you okay. want to do something. It's a matter of doing action. Everybody, yeah. nobody, that, that was, I mean, you want to talk about the hygiene theater. That was predicated by the fact that people wanted to see people in bunny suits spraying shit in the air because something was happening. We were do, No, seriously. Yeah. There is a psychological, right? It's a placebo effect. People feel better if somebody's out there doing something you feel like something's you know everybody's just sitting there going wow we don't know what to do <laughs> you know that's not that doesn't yeah. fly well with the populace do something even if it's wrong yeah well yeah. wrong wrong is better than nothing you know from a perception <laughs> no, no no from a perception standpoint from a public perception something you don't know that it's wrong you just know they're doing something I so knew it was wrong right from the start yeah, but not everybody does. So like, I was oh, well, that's about that. When everybody was talking about all the all the sales they were making, all the remediation guys were out spraying stuff. I'm like, 
That's bullshit. You're like spraying biocides in environments. What happens when the next contaminated person with COVID comes in? They're the vector. It's like your stuff doesn't matter. It's they didn't yeah, care. They're making yeah. money. They knew that. That's they absurd. That. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a remediation guy. I come from that industry. I'm just like that's absurd. That makes no sense. Just use you know. Uh, I'm gonna get underneath my well, desk and wait for this show to end, so that will be a safe place to be while we. we well, we probably should now. About, I, th this is that you, you know, Joe. I'm not just drinking beer tonight. And this, yeah. is, you know, th things will unravel. Fake drink. The shot glass will come out. It's, no, it's cracking rum, dude. <laughs> whatever. I'm a pirate. Whatever. Our. <laughs> well, one of the things Jay mentioned that unfortunately I've been in this industry long enough to see things come back around and around and around. And there have been people selling snake oil and black boxes since I've been, you know, been involved in this. Certainly back in the in the late eighties, early nineties, and. Yes, there may be lawsuits, but most of them will poof, disappear into the ether and the consumer, the, ultimately it's a consumer to get screwed. So uh, wait, yeah, wait, go along what you're saying. Those People will still be saying ionizing crap and glowy objects in their HVC units continually, even though there's a lawsuit going on and people know that there's that lawsuit. People are still going to be, oh, you know what, for an extra $400, I mean, I'm already putting in a $10,000 unit just for an extra 400 bucks. And it, it sounds cool and like it does shit. So you might as well be like, well, sure. Why, why would I not want to put yeah. that in? Yeah. yeah. I got yeah. it in my house. I know. I got it in my house. Well, well I mean, but if I, everybody's if looking. EPA... Everybody wants it. And emotionally, think about it. You're, especially with your home, right, or your school with your kids, everybody emotionally wants a solution. So if somebody says, I've got the solution, you you want to accept that solution. You want to believe that it works. I mean, psychologically, there's a strong factor there. I think I'm going to go back to the snake oil concept. Yeah, I have there a are solutions. Thing that can put snake well, that's how snake oil. oil sales work. Yeah, but no, I'm like, I'm going to put snake oil literally into your HVAC unit, and here's what it does. Yeah, that that we need to go back to the fundamentals. Yeah, is okay. that a, is that a that's line right. from uh, okay. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? Is there really like? Do people really sell snake oil? I mean, they did, right? I mean, nobody like, needs to oil the snake anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You got lithium grease for that, you know? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, but talk about, the, you know, an agency that needs to do its job is the U.S. EPA Office of Pesticides. Their job, their statutes, their regulatory reason for being is to protect the public, to ensure that uh, pesticides, including biocides, uh, and regulated devices, devices that make the claim that they're going to impact um, microbes, are safe and effective and i have you know the best i can say is they've been absent other than putting out list in they've been absent from the party this entire time well they also compromised that list in why don't you explain quickly so the viewers understand what list in was and then talk about how lysol ended up on list in now yeah, yeah. well list in was a thanks joe yeah, it was a, it, a oh, list of products I, I that meant, were yeah. approved some, some for, spray. for COVID or coronaviruses. Yeah. No, it's but, on the end list. So it's okay to but, talk about what's on the end list. Well, that's fine. But yeah, yeah. there were so many products out there that were not on the end list. There were so many devices that were making claims that they could kill, prevent, inhibit coronavirus that had absolutely no basis for it. And there was no enforcement. They weren't tracking those guys down and giving them cease and desist orders. So, 
but they also lowered you the know, threshold it, so that things that were common household products could enter the endless so that more people had the chance to find this stuff. You want to be so, able to find it at your local, you know, your local convenience or box store. Yeah. But even there was a time when, you know, you couldn't find it anywhere. There were so many things that were just out of stock and you would, you'd wait two months to get something from your standard supply house. And you're like, mm -hmm. Oh, well maybe we should just change the requirements here because yeah, some of these things are available at your local grocery store. So I, I want to jump in here quick. We, Jumped I in. I jumped. I, I jumped in and jumped there out. Is. There we go. Um, so a couple of comments from our, our uh, studio audience. So I just I just want to take them. Um, yeah. Um, uh, so Jack Springston's on here. Uh, I'd love to have you in here. His his comment back a ways back was that you know COVID nineteen via fomites is minimal at best. Yeah, and I think we I think we come to agree on that that you know it, it is an airborne aerosol transmitted uh, uh, disease. So certainly that's that's not the big vector. Um, here's a comment but, from but Patrick. Some of, here's here's one okay. thing that back on that. A lot okay. of these devices were making claims not that they were killing it on on the surfaces and preventing fomite transmission. They were making claims that it killed it in the air. That it was add you know it was improving the 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 conditions lowering the risk from contracting as an airborne pathogen and, and, and it's funny that you you say it that way too right because they because many of the claims were they were killing it and i find that really funny that you're killing a virus uh, an organism yeah, not you know, alive. I, I think it's not, not alive, alive anyway right. it's a freaking vampire so it's like we're going to kill the virus really are you now and how will you do that <laughs> you're, you're rendering it inactive i guess right you somehow you're getting its ability to attach to a cell uh, rendered incapable or whatever. But yeah, uh, Pat, uh, up in, uh, he's still up in Alaska. Uh, I guess it's past lunchtime now, uh, right? It's five o'clock. Is it five o'clock there? Eight minus four. No, it's four o'clock. Wow. Uh, how about a statement on the back of Clorox wipes? Surface must remain visibly wet for four minutes. I thought it said months. Uh, and how many people do that on their chicken juiced kitchen counters? <laughs> And your chicken? <laughs> I don't. Even, who wants to take that? I don't, Pat, I well, squeeze that's it right onto the chicken. The chicken. <laughs> well, okay, no, that's a concept that people were totally confused about what's a cleaning and what's a disinfectant. And then their sanitizers kind of got really funky. Like, well, what the hell is that word doing in here? Because that was so undefined and somewhere in between. So, uh, I'm sure it also says on the back that clean before you use this Clorox wipe. Um, so there's so many, uh, misunderstandings about all this concept. And, you know, I, there was a, a brief moment, like three weeks or people kind of understood the difference between the two words and that's gone. That it is just synonymous with like wipe oh, it clean, off. Cleaning wipe it and down. Disinfecting. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is almost all of these, well, especially chlorine based, uh, disinfecting or sanitizing products or heavy amounts of organic material render them pretty much inactive almost immediately. So you do have to clean the surface before that. Most of those products actually have any effect, correct? Yeah, the, yeah, the people who missed out were the soap manufacturers. They should have been all over this to be like, hey, you know what? You well, already that's got all you need. Your COVID nineteen or SARS CoV two. They weren't marketing uh, it's that. An, it's an enveloped virus which gets broken down by freaking uh, surfactant. It means and, and how many how many marketing commercials did you They're see on that? You don't need disinfectant. I, I got to spray this disinfectant. Just use some freaking soap. Yeah, I'm telling you that so many soap manufacturers should have been like, you know what? You've already got it in your house. Don't waste Mr. any money. Mr. Bubble well, should have like Mr. Bubble the should have been out companies, there. They're the same companies, and they make more money off the disinfectants. So it's true. You know, it's it's like the yeah, the big P and Gs and all them actually own all the products, and the, you know, they don't want to sell you soap. You know, that's cheap. 
They want to sell you disinfectant oh. that's pricey. Jay, do you use soap? Yeah, I use the expensive stuff. Which one? Uh, handmade stuff. Oh, made, okay. It's made out of uh, it's made How? out of uh, uh, humans. <laughs> Melted down goat horns. Doctor yeah. Squatch. I was I, say I'll goats. do a plug for Doctor Squatch because I I'm a sucker for online uh, YouTube commercials. Yeah. Doctor Squatch is pretty good soap, by the way. But I, I like uh, anything that any Harmon Brothers commercial. I buy the product. You know, the I Lumi like, deodorant. You know, all we got it all. The uh, Fiber Fix. The manly. I buy the uh, I do all. the uh, the uh, monthly razor thing. The oh Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club, and I buy their manly stuff. Uh, cedar and it's like cedar and and uh, oak wood. You know his it's, deal with that too. Studly, yeah. The dude that started that was a comedian, right? And his father-in-law had a, had a, a surplus of a bunch of Asian-made razors, and he decided to do that commercial that they put on YouTube and got. It. He sold that a year and a half ago for a billion dollars. A billion dollars. In dollar Bitcoin shape. Or, He's or, a billionaire now. Sweet. Means we're in business. I, we're, we should be selling some shit to somebody. I, know you, I got a good snake idea. Oil, snake oil. Snake uh, oil. Snake oil. <laughs> misters in the HVAC system is coming soon to a, The mister. Yeah. Mr. Mister. Bar soap. <laughs> it's going to be Mr. Mister. For your, uh, your duct work. Bar soap. You scrub it. Scrub that duck. Uh, Terry. Uh, Terry. We got Terry Sofer's got a question. Uh, to what extent does the panel think uh, part of the USA problem is that neither the CDC nor any other agency use precautionary principle, but instead insist on not doing much until science proves beyond a doubt there's a health problem? Lots of examples. Masks for public are not needed or useful, etc. Yeah. Good question. Well, welcome to America. Welcome to America. Welcome to America. America. We're in America. You know, if it if it doesn't hurt you, you know, what's the harm? I, I literally, I oh my God, I was testifying in a in a in a hearing the other day, arbitration, and the judge asked me the question. So, has anybody there actually, you know, reported an illness uh, or or died or gone to the hospital from the silica exposures? And I'm I'm like, well, you know, we we try not. Try not to let people actually get a, you know, uncurable disease before we take action to protect them. But that was the judge. He, he really thought, you don't need to do anything until somebody gets hurt, right? Right. So, you know. Well, that, well yeah, because, I mean, because you, have, you, guess you have to have injury to, to pursue litigation. <laughs> well, no. Prove to me to kill somebody. Case. That David that proved to me to kill somebody. If you can't prove that, then you know you're just kind of making stuff up. Yeah, and, and you know, too bad it has a latency of thirty years. So I guess you just got to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so there goes Bob. Uh, oh, I right, did it again. I, you, I'm, you know, this is this is what happens when you're engineering and drinking simultaneously. And I've actually Detroit. demonstrated in the last like sixteen months that I'm adept at being an engineer and a host at the same time. However, not with alcohol included. No, uh, that's what I thought. It, 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 it takes a little, you know, like buttons tend to get the wrong buttons hit. Anyway, so I'm going to spin a quick commercial. I, I want to do a plug here right now for the uh, Healthy Indoors. Um, 
online global community, which we launched a little over a week ago. Uh, so it's out there. It's available. You can actually join it for free. And this is, we're streaming the show here live. Some of you are watching it on, on the community. Some of you are probably watching it on other portals. Uh, but it's uh, the Healthy Indoors Global Community is actually a really cool thing that you need to be part of. Uh, it's so much more than just social media. There's a networking opportunity, uh, education. Hey, watch the video. Hi, I'm Bob Krell, founder and publisher of Healthy Indoors Magazine and host of the Healthy Indoors Show. Healthy Indoors is the world's resource for credible, timely information on indoor environmental, building performance, and sustainability topics. We are a global multimedia company offering content and networking websites, publications, videos, podcasts, and online events. We are launching our new Healthy Indoors global community, a revolutionary online networking and information platform aimed at linking the industry worldwide. Our goal for this virtual community is to provide a central hub where industry professionals, researchers, suppliers, and other interested parties from around the globe can connect with each other to network, share, and learn. It will offer a host of engagement features for our community participants. It will also include a variety of multimedia content from Healthy Indoors publications, online shows and events, along with offerings from other trusted content creators and organizations. You can join the new Healthy Indoors global community free of charge as one of our inaugural participants at the pro level. Worried about junk email? Rest assured, we hate spam as much as you do. That's why when you sign up for a free subscription to either of our magazines or join our new online global community, we promise to keep your information safe. Healthy Indoors will never sell, rent, or share your data with anyone, ever. 2020 has brought the quality of our indoor environments to the forefront of public concern. Now is the time to harness this momentum, to network, share, and learn along with other industry professionals from around the globe. I would like to take this opportunity to personally invite you to join us on the new Healthy Indoors online global community. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. I'd preface that by saying that uh, healthyindoors.com will get you there if you click on the community button, uh, but there is actually another site that we can get you to. But um, yeah, it's available, so you should do it. Those of you watching the show here, you get to comment. So anyway, that, that's my plug. I mean, we, we, this I'm very excited about this. Quite frankly, this thing to me, um, you know, Susan Valenti, our uh, editor and, uh, you know, very heavily involved in this project. We've been working on this for a year to launch this thing, and this is... Uh, a, I think it's going to, it literally is going to revolutionize how people communicate in the IAQ industry. We have a bunch of shows coming out in the next few weeks and just all kinds of stuff. So it's really exciting. I, I need a community, something that, that these, everybody's been hoping somebody would put together. So I think it's going to be a great thing. So um, your plug does feel like it's 4 a.m. though. That's my comment. I, I know, I know. Well, I guess, you know, I, ro I rolled that because that's a website one that's too long. It should, we, we need a, we need a 30 second one for this show. And I, I promise I'll get, I'll get you. You need something that's either go, go further and make fun of 
of that stuff or back off and make go it further and make fun yeah, of that spam stuff. we don't do spam but for order right now we will give you all the spam you could ever want to eat so oh, okay. yeah, right. yeah well anyway that, so just, just so you know so you just go to the community button and that'll get you to the the page that'll actually allow you to sign up and you can actually get a free subscription so it's pretty darn cool anyway it is right yeah i'd oh. like to propose a toast for those folks that have already joined there's a bunch actually um, every day it's growing so. Yeah, if you don't have any, uh, what do you have? You there? These are pre-made Jello shots. <laughs> and if you don't have one of these, I wish you did. I would love to share mine with you, but pre-made Jello shots. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, yes. Wait a minute. It's, it's keying out or something. It's really weird. No, like, I think like he's going into toast. another dimension with this. Come Cheer. on, everybody. I'd like to drink, drink to the folks that are already on the uh, online. Yes, page. definitely. Here, here. All you got, all you early adopters, we absolutely appreciate you guys. Um, it's, it's exciting. You know, we'll, we'll do this together and make this something special. Wait, wait. So back to the the Jello shot. Let's get back to the important. So when I was a kid, we, my my mom is most moms made Rice Krispie treats, right? But I, I told my mom, and I saw you know the candy bars at the store. I'm we like, make those now, but they're a little different. I, um, yeah, but I, I understand what could be in there. But uh, I said, Mom, why don't we make our own Rice Krispie treats? And my mother's like, that's crazy. Anybody can make them. And I'm like, oh, my God. Now that you can go anywhere without paying four bucks for a Rice Krispie treat. I'm like, that's, that's got preservatives in it and a bunch of crap. I mean, not right, that wait. a Rice Krispie treat's really healthy anyway. With a bunch of marshmallow fluff and Rice even, Krispies and sugar. No, I, it can't be that I didn't, even I didn't even check the EPA website to see if this is okay. On well, you know what? If it's on the EPA website, it ain't because that's a problem already. So, um, but wait, I need to get a prediction from Bob. Bob, give me, I need your prediction, you know, uh, and it can't be what Jay said. Okay. Well, it can't why, be. Would, why would I say what Jay? Why, first of all, why would I say what Jay said? Because um, I'm right. Okay. Well, I guess that's a good reason. Also, um, yeah, that's what so you told me to say. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Here's so prediction. And, and I, I don't like to be the prophet of doom. Uh, but I, I, I think I, I kind of made this prediction back in early 2020 when people goes, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, this will be done in the fall. And I said, you're out of your freaking mind. This is going to be done in the fall. It's like this is going to start ramping up and, and get serious. You know, I just did the numbers. I mean, I literally sat there with a the calculator and looked at some stuff and I'm no epidemiologist, but I was like out of the blocks back in March. I was saying there's at least 400,000 people that are going to die in the United States. And, and honestly, my wife like thought I was like Satan or something saying that. And then it, like it happened. And I'm like, well, because it's just do the math. It's like you don't have to be a rocket scientist here. It's just like use a calculator. These numbers, these numbers are bad. You know, if, if you even have a half percent mortality rate, you know, X number of people get it. There's going to be that many dead people. There has to be prediction I mean, prediction. So the prediction is we're going to have another phase here as much as we, I don't know if this is if this is. Um, the the fourth or third phase because I don't I haven't been counting well, that. Well, has got their own different number, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. but I mean third. Or fourth, there's going to be another phase because the variant, you know, there's there's a couple Delta. of dominant variants yeah. coming out. Um, predominantly the one in India is huge. Uh, it's really affected the UK, so that's going to hit Delta. the United States. Yeah. And the problem is there's a lot of places in the United States that are getting close to herd immunity. New York State purportedly has seventy percent of the population vaccinated. I don't know if I believe it. I said that in the pre-show. I, I I don't know if I believe it, but you know, I mean, it, there's probably a lot of people vaccinated here, but there's other places in the United States that are not well vaccinated, and certainly around the planet, there's places that people aren't vaccinated at all. The numbers are awful, you know, like because Alabama. the developed, you know, first world countries got all the freaking vaccines because we have the money, and all, all the people without money don't have any vaccines. So and so, 
my prediction is not good for the future because this is not over by a long shot this particular pandemic and there'll be more because with the way with climate change and the way things are going unless we make major changes in how we're operating on this planet we're going to have more viruses jump to the human domain from the animal kingdom in my opinion and I, i'm just saying this you know I, i'm not i'm not a scientist i'm just saying this from what i've read and what i believe i, I, I just think shit's going to get a lot worse before it gets better but we're in this lull right now we're in the eye of the storm here in the united states because things are feeling better yeah. Well, uh, Bob, Bob, you remember when I said uh, people get really, uh, you know, in trouble when they start speaking out of their wheelhouse? I'm about to do that. Okay, so um, not in the realm of toxicology, kind of in the realm of public health. Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes we made in the United States was giving vaccines away for free. Really? When something doesn't cost something, it has no value. You mean like our and show? Yeah, exactly. No, uh, this costs people time and, 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 you know, consternation. But I've learned this a long time ago, giving away free advice to clients uh, doesn't do them well and doesn't help me at all. Um, the more you charge, the more they value the advice. And I think because the, the, the vaccine has been given away for free, and I understand why, but we're at a point maybe you want the vaccine you had your chance now you got to pay and based upon my it sounds experience like a big pharma watching, position you've been bought by big pharma yeah right you're a freaking <laughs> Pfizer <laughs> rep now you, you, you need you? to disclose your uh, uh yeah you uh, got Pfizer stock or like right, your, yeah, uh, moderna right. you, watch. <laughs> you make these things you make vaccina vaccinations limited scarce supply and demand people will bowl over the local Walgreens to get it. Yeah, well, There's I'm probably some truth to that. I'm from the South Side, and uh, we give you your of first what? hit. We'll give you your first hit for free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the second one. It's second the second one. one. Going to cost you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I disagree, but that's okay. You, you, as you said, you want to. You're going to go on record and be wrong, so that's okay. You did it. So where's your prediction? Hey, out of my wheelhouse. Medosh, where's your prediction? <laughs> Step up, buddy. Uh, I predict that we will have a, a nasty fall just like we did last year and that um, but we are probably not going to do anything about it this time that we're not going to shut down sports. We're not going to shut down bars. We're not going to do anything like that. People will be like, forget that I, I'm vaccinated. Those who aren't, um, you know, because people are like, oh, you can't ask people to show their card and stuff. But right now, New York has got three massive concerts. The only way to get a ticket is to prove you're vaccinated. So if you don't want to don't want to go see Bruce Springsteen or whatever, Foo Fighters, then you can't get to go unless that's you're New York, though. But no other places are like, yeah, we should do that. But no, that's against people's rights because they have the right to not be vaccinated. I'm like, you know, you do. But wait, wait, wait. I'm not doing that prediction. Okay, all right. Because that's, that's bullshit, too. Because if you're going overseas, you have to get a visa. You have to have vaccinations to go to a lot of places. I, I got it. Right. It's so, been you know, like that yeah. for 100 years. You know, well, if I had a bar, I'd be like, you know what? No vaccination. Don't come in. But, you know, but people are getting soft on that. But my, we're going to see something different in terms of the map starting this fall so we're going to see maps that the, uh, are, the redistricting map maps or yeah, that's, uh, yeah right where the yeah the the, the games are played so it knows it's going to be more on vaccination rates low mm -hmm. vaccination rates uh, high hospitalization rates that's what we're going to see this major connection for those who'd be like you know what no 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 we didn't do it. in fact there was a thing on you know one of these shows and the guy said he swears it. no no 
you I don't have COVID. And he's on the hospital bed with a ventilator. And he's trying to explain this isn't COVID. And you're like, dude, you didn't get a vaccination. And now you have COVID. And he just was a total, not just denier that about everything. He just swears that, no, this is not COVID. So, um, you know, there's uh, uh, Orwellian, you know, concepts here that go with Darwin. The, let, let it all happen. And let the chips maybe fall where they are. But I did predict something a while ago, and David, you kind of were like, not sure. We're, we're going to have COVID seasons for years. It's going to come up. We're going to have to have re-updated uh, vaccinations. You know, this is now with like the flu, which is a generic concept. But many, many years ago, they were like certain kinds of flus, and we were like really focused on them. Now it's just flu. And eventually it'll be flu COVID season. And go get your flu we, we, COVID shot. Yeah. We've got to be careful to, uh, of a uh, applying what we know from the past about vaccinations, the, the mRNA technology is an entirely it different right. platform new. framework. It can yeah. be adjusted on the fly. Yeah, and this is crazy. This is crazy technology. Break, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 as long as that doesn't break, as long as it doesn't run into a brick wall, um, I think you're going to be able to see uh, tailored custom vaccinations as the variants arise. You're raising a he heavy point, though, because in order to do that, you have to do assays to figure out what variant somebody's infected with. And we're only doing that on less than 5% of the cases in the United States. In the UK, they're doing it more. We're not doing that. We don't freaking know. That's the problem. We really need to actually be doing PCR and figuring out, you know, QPCR and actually figuring out which variant of the virus they're, you have. They're, they're doing that on a, on a population basis. There, but they're not doing it. I don't think they're doing it. It's very limited, is it not? I and mean, we're not, we're not getting good data on that. You don't have to do an audit. You just have to do a sample. An I get it. Sample. But, and Moderna's, do you think we're actually, Moderna's do you think already categorically though, in the country. Are, they've already adjusted, come out with an adjusted, um, version. Uh, yeah. Pfizer, Pfizer, and Moderna have done that. Yeah. 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 So I mean, but, but you still need the this data. Technology to do it. Is, is new. Yeah, you do, but you have to be ahead of it. You you mm -hmm. still there has to be some predictive nature to it. Okay. But I think you know that it's a it's a new game. It's a new tool, and and we have to be a little bit humble in how we're predicting how that you know what its limitations are. Eventually, it will find we will find the limits of its uh, of its abilities. Uh, hopefully, we just don't break it. We, so we went heavy COVID here. You know what's crazy? That's 90 minutes flew by. Like we're 80 minutes in and like this didn't take any effort. Which Okay, I got a, I got a 10 minute uh, follow up. Are you ready? So let's well, one, go. Well, you cut me off there. Hey, you know like, what? I did have you something pause. to say there. You pause. You pause. That's it. Okay. I paused for like a second to get some <laughs> air. <laughs> Bob, Maybe I should talk like this, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I lost my point. Go on. Uh, what? No, you didn't. <laughs> it just wasn't that good. Probably. <laughs> so who wants to make another prediction? One, you get one. Right? Yeah. Well, that's our goal. It's tonight. Like we have no focus. So like, it's a we have no focus. One yeah. more. One more. One so, Udamas. Actually, it's, it's a good or bad. What do you got, Bob? Well, based on that, that's I just said bag. You said one more. Oh, okay. All right. So so um, there are a variety of things that COVID has done to our economy. You can call it global economy or local economy, but you know, houses are out of control. We can't get wood, materials, glass. There's so many things that are like suddenly hard to get because of everything was shut down or redistributed or what's expensive. Yeah, ever, so many things redo, are now some pieces on my deck it was like 400 bucks for four pieces of freaking decking. They took all the wood out of the shallow shut. 
<laughs> yeah, and they give it to Bob. They still left dead. some of it in your cheese, though. Your processed cheese that you're buying has plenty of cellulose in it. You're good. Okay, so will our uh, will we have a uh, a really nasty economy in uh, we'll just say two years? We'll, we'll give you a two years, yes or no. You know what? No, we'll be okay. Or it's just going to go to the handbasket. Who wants Ooh. to go there? Uh, I'll let somebody else go first. <laughs> I, I think we've got to figure out the labor market first. I, you know, mm -hmm. it, it it's not making sense. There's a lot of people who uh, apparently are not willing to do that ever again. And like uh, are, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't doing that again. <laughs> you know, that can only last so long. That can only last so long if you don't have the the funds coming in. Uh, at some point, you you got to step back into that into the job market. So I think that will be the predictor of whether or not the economy is going to go uh, haywire, whether or not the businesses close first or the the workers uh, return. Jay, um, do I have to make a prediction based on uh, econ the economy? Well, what else you got? Or based on reality, maybe would be good. What no. else you got? No, no, <laughs> no sports. Economy, no sports. No sports. Oh, shit, because I was totally going to go uh, Bears playoffs. Duh, uh, Bears. Uh, yeah, I mean, the economy-wise, I, I, you know, something's going to give. I think that, uh, you know, exactly like Dave said, uh, you know, the reason why people don't want to go back to work is because they don't get paid shit. So, you know, uh, and, they're, they're, and they're starting to figure that out. I think the um, – I don't know. I guess I should say In some this. of the states. The more I think about it, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, 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 I don't think something's going to give. I think they're going to figure. I think uh, we're going to see s some new, newer form of manipulation. I think just like uh, back to the, you know, the what happened, you know, economically over COVID was that the very rich got really, really richer, and uh, the rest of us kind of, you know, fought for the scraps. I don't think that's going to change in two years. So. That last yellow shot just made me kind of <laughs> maudlin, as my grandma would say. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think anything's going to change. Yeah, I think yeah. Have a good time while you can. There, there's a lot of un, un, you know, unspent cash out there. I just, I, I was just at a, uh, a beach resort today. Not in my Redneck account. Riviera. Yeah, in some places, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, as we call it, the Redneck Riviera around here. Um, and that place was jam-packed full with families. Just having a good old barefoot time on the beach. Um, that, that, that hotel has been packed for the mm -hmm. past nine months. Um, I, you know, I think there's a lot of unspent cash, and people are, you know, either holding it and not having to work or going and playing. So, well, I think it's unspent I, cash I, and uh, expression of memories. I, I need to go do stuff and see people. I think there's going to be an explosion of that, that they are like, you know what? Gosh, COVID was crazy. And I want to go do these things. You know, I've never been on a cruise and I'm going to go on a cruise now, or I'm going to go to that hotel that you just mentioned. So why well, he has that voice to it. <laughs> that, 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 that was their voice. It's like, they, you know, they it's talk like, like this when they it's talk like, like that. It's like, because there's only one, you know, you're offending the, our Southern representative on the show. No, that wasn't Southern. No, that, that wasn't, wasn't Southern. Southern. That was an old people accent. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was yeah, like actually yeah, it was was Western New York too. I mean, it actually well, kind of sounds the same up here. To be honest, that's Southern. 
Well, yeah, no, that was what, way too fast for something. No, just you hear the same. Just trust me. Trust me on this. Oh uh, yeah, like no, you New Yorkers don't talk like that. So, they, so I can do whatever. No, that's not by the border. You vet, buddy. You vet. Oh, sure. I was more like <laughs> when I was your age, we used to go on cruises. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. People soup. <laughs> yeah. Joe, yeah, you, you really wanted uh, to say something, so why don't you say it, Joe? Uh, no, no, I was good. I know I, I just clarified. That was not a southern accent, just so I'm, I'm, I'm oh, right. on record. Not a southern accent. Right. All right. And I'm not going to do one just to prove it. I'm not. Okay. All That's right. I'm, I'm not, right, not going to stop you. All right. So is it my turn? Oh, South Jersey yeah. there. All right. So, um, so I've got to put this up because Patrick said this. <laughs> You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Is, is this really just freaking them out? I mean, you don't like my skulls? Uh, just the dark, the darkness. All right, Patrick. The, the next time, I promise. Head. I promise. David was going to do that. I promise for the next after hour show, I will wear a different color. I actually had a teal shirt that I was going to wear that was mm -hmm. kind of funny and sarcastic. And the problem with that teal shirt was it was probably going to affect my chroma key capabilities, and uh, you know. So that would have, that would have been messy. So uh, prediction, um, I don't know. You know, like I just watched the the end of the the this latest season of The Handmaid's Tale, and I think we're going to go to Gilead in like two or three years. Um, and I hate to say that, but I I, I don't feel good about things. I'm not, I I really don't because I just I, I think there's this this denial and you know downright resistance to reality <laughs> that really bothers me. You know, it's like, I'm okay. And again, this is not a political statement here, kids, who's watching it. You know, it's like, I, I really do believe that you need to have both sides, yin and yang. You need to have conservative and liberal, and you, there should be open debate. And, you know, somewhere you've come to the middle ground, and, and that's the way things are supposed to work. And I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. But, you know, it's got to be reality-based. And I'm just I'm just fearful that the way we approach things isn't, isn't great. And, and I think the whole planet's kind of doing that to some extent. And it's a, it's a little we scary. We do it so. in cycles, Bob. We do yeah, it. In I, cycles. I know, but I don't feel good about it. I'm I'm not lying. I really, honestly, you know, as a parent with two children and stuff, I don't feel great about this. I don't feel great about the world right now, yeah. uh, and not well, to, not we, to be negative. I mean, I, I feel okay about the world. I mean, <laughs> I don't feel great about this the beer. <laughs> Damn, so this beer is still cheaper than the price of gas. We're good, and it always will be. You know, Most and that, likely. that was the thing in Germany. Beer was cheaper than water. Yeah, <laughs> that's when the yeah. world is right. <laughs> and that's right before the that's right before the world falls apart. If you think about it, <laughs> the world is right. <laughs> and after it's falling apart, yeah. You know, you know, you, right. you, we you think about all of the technology, all of the enlightenment and information that was lost when Rome fell. And the that's dark true. ages that followed. That's, that's true. You know, it took us what a thousand years to figure out how to make concrete again. Uh, we didn't make lead it, plates again, though. That was good. No, we, we made lead pipes. Yeah, well, we lead yeah, pipes. We did make lead pipes. No, lead yeah, plates. I said plates. They used and to have plates. their dinnerware, their goblets, and their plates were lead. We got away from oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And lead gasoline. Yeah, we let we just yeah, and just put our domestic uh, water through it. Yeah. Yeah. So you know it, it's it's human nature. It's something we do. We 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 bump up against some level of, gosh, we didn't like this. Kind of got corrupted, fell apart. 
and then yeah, humans can de- you know descend in some into some pretty uh pretty crazy stuff for a few millennia, and then um, you know don't, don't assume things are static and will will never go away. Well, we also didn't talk about the climate situation, and we can't now; it's too late. But I mean, reality is we got more ways than one. We've got a tick. We've got a ticking time bomb here. I mean, it's like honestly, you know, we've got like an eighty-year window of absolute, probably destruction, and uh, you know, we need to be moving on it in the next five to ten years to stop that. In my opinion, I don't. I don't like the data. I don't like the data at all. Everything. Everything that we're doing. Yes, it will probably adversely affect people, human civilization. Right, the planet's going to be fine. The planet's always the been planet, fine. Yeah, it'll bounce back. It may be did different, you know, different did, roaches in charge. Did but, you know there were six you know, extinctions? I, I actually just read that. I didn't realize there were six different extinctions so far on this planet where more than 75% of the, the life on the planet uh, ceased to exist. It's happened six times. I, I thought it only happened a couple of times. Is that according to uh, Governor Cuomo or is who's that? The Bible. The Bible. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you didn't. I did. I did. You why, didn't. why would you, you not? There. You didn't. <laughs> I've got to go. What do they call this one now? The, the anthropoth- Anthropocene or. or uh, it's, yeah. the, it's the age of, of human human influence. Yeah. Well, I mean, let let's face it. There's there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot of issues potentially going forward. So we we have a lot to do. I think Jay dropped out. Uh, I don't know if that he, was intended. Right. I don't know here. if that was intended <laughs> or not. But um, let, let, let's let's do a quick close up. Okay. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> so the precipice got just got remarkably closer. <laughs> okay. So uh, and the likelihood of sponsors got like so much di- further distant. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of weirder shows than this that have major sponsorships. So you know, yeah, you, I got you, it. You know, <laughs> That's kind of true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, the underlying theme, which we only did a, as a small break, is that we're creating a community. That Bob has done a phenomenal job. I, I'm not gonna like jump in like, hey, Bob and I are doing it together. But this is Bob's dream with Susan. So this is a great opportunity for us to try to share an amazing amount of knowledge and stuff. In fact, it is so hard to figure out, you know. Um, all the different things that are happening between, you know, testing or the results and the sampling or what's this gooey stuff on the wall. We have mm-hmm. now a community that can help give you information on what that is. And it's a stable community. So there's not a bunch of, you know, strange people coming in and be like, oh, that's bubblegum. Um, you know, and, but if 12 people say it's bubblegum, maybe it's bubblegum. So uh, that's our goal is to make sure that we're actually creating something because building science and all kinds of other uh, venues is part of this, uh, you know, the home uh, built environment have these kind of communities to help them figure out how to build better, how to do better. Um, but we are actually the underlying element as to whether or not all those built environments have a healthy or um, uh, stable component. And this is now the chance to like come in and ask your questions. Shit, he's back. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, anyway, so that that's it's one thing that's happening. So we're here like BSing all the time, but the reality is, is that our goal is to create this community and to try to you know, tell you that there's great information and uh, uh, awesome stuff happening. So please make sure you reach out to the community to, to you know, share, you know, share your knowledge and f- uh, learn more from others. Yeah, so let me, let me just key it up again. Those of you who haven't seen it, I mean, this is the community platform. Uh, this is my view because I'm the administrator. But um, there's a lot of stuff. We actually have a, like our show tonight is available free. 
Um, you know, on there, it's, it's this is actually public domain. You don't even have to be a member to see the show. Uh, right now, it's streaming live. Look at that; it's freaking crazy. Like there it is. It's all this stuff is happening in real time. I, I just well, thirty second delay. But the reality is, um, you can be a member to the, of the community uh, for free. So it, it's really worth doing because um, it's much more than just content. That's the, that's the point. I really want to stress this is an opportunity to meet network share information yes the the content's great and we're offering a lot of free content from healthy doors and a lot of other uh credible providers but really it's the networking and the opportunity down the line for events live streaming training all kinds of stuff here so it's it this really is a central hub for indoor environmental topics Proust, uh, you look way too happy or very sarcastic yeah man yeah you've been doing jealous shots reading some of the comments Oh, you are reading the, the oh, you're in the community. Chat. You're in the community. Yeah, uh, I love it. Watch out! Watch out! Oh, yeah, uh, I, I do. Want, I do want to. Uh, I, I do want to express that you know to Bob and Joe that you guys have done a great job with the the, the show and the audience. It's uh, it, it, it's it's a uh, I'll say an enjoyable um, time to to spend and chat, and they get me to say things I probably wouldn't say in most in most venues. So, it was a good evening for you, right? right? I mean, it was. Yeah, yeah, you relaxed today. Yeah. And you know what? I was really nervous about your internet connection, but. My goodness, it was actually stable. You know, a little fuzzy, but, you know, it was good. Unlike me. <laughs> Unlike you, yeah. I mean, you didn't have the 1080p studio like me, you know, or Joe Medosh, but, I mean, you know. Or Jay, Jay, Jason. Yeah, so, Jay. Uh, David, we look forward to having you back again and again. Always. Jay, we'll, we'll talk about that off, off uh, hours, and we'll figure that out. But, uh, Jay, why don't you tell us where, where you're coming from and who, who allowed you to come here tonight. Uh, go ahead and promote yourself. Hey, thanks. <clears throat> I'm uh, coming from Chicago, Illinois, uh, and I am uh, employed until at least the morning by uh, <laughs> by Air Advice, uh, who makes uh, indoor air quality monitors. Great. Well, then I think David yeah. should do a plug for himself, too. Oh, and sure. thanks. By the way, sorry, before oh, sorry. you go, Dave, and I just want to say thanks. It's been great. I think uh, uh, you got dr dave to loosen up and then of course you put me in in my natural habitat so clearly <laughs> i had a lot of fun thanks for for inviting me. that was fantastic i th yeah. this this was a, a fun evening you know if i have to spend my night in the studio instead of being at home i'd rather be doing a show like this <laughs> clearly so yeah, dave being here. yeah you, you promote yourself dave yeah give us a plug david Oh, a plug for, for, for what I do. HC3. I want to retire soon. So, you <laughs> yeah. know, send, <laughs> send money. I don't send work. Uh, no, it's, it's been an interesting career. Um, I, hopefully we'll have some fun things to announce, uh, to the industry and, 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 uh, you know, chatted with Bob about some of the things we're doing, uh, related to Legionnaires disease and, uh, the work that, uh, the American industrial hygiene association has been doing in conjunction with the, the National Environmental Health Association. So, um, unfortunately, with all the volunteer work that I'm doing, I don't see that I'll be retiring anytime soon. You may see me on the corner, throw a throw a nickel in the cup, please. So, but thank you very much for inviting me. I've had a good time tonight. It, it's always a pleasure to have you, Dr. Dave and Jay. You know, it's like fantastic to have you on the show. Um, Joe Medosh, what? 
What, 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 what? I, well, Jay was doing something. Like, I don't know. What are you? Why are you put your hand in your drink, Jay? That well, was... okay. So, uh, on that note, let's Jello let's let, let's let Joe plug his thing. Come on, Joe. All right. Okay. So, uh, I am the Healthy Building Scientist, and it's a free uh, uh, label you can apply to yourself. Just be courteous and considerate about ventilation and all the crappy things that are in the products you're putting in the home. So, uh, the built environment is great until you realize that it's unventilated and full of a bunch of chemicals. So, so that's what I do, and I do that for Hayward Score. So you can go to HaywardScore.com and get a free Hayward score that helps you determine if your home is impacting your health. And we've learned that a lot of people just by taking our survey, learn a lot about their house and uh, learn more about things they were not really familiar with or realize probably are connecting each other. So, you know, between your crawl space and uh, the tightness of your chemicals, all that stuff could be impacting your health. So you think it is, it probably is. And we try and give you advice on how to do that. Fix it. Excellent. And I'll do my, I'll do my out, out plug here. So uh, obviously I'm Bob. Uh, uh, I'm what? around. Uh, you know, I've uh, been involved with Healthy Indoors for eight years now. Actually, our birthday's coming up in about a month, which is kind of exciting, eight-year anniversary. And, of course, um, you know, our website, our primary website is the .com site still, healthyindoors.com, where you can become part of the community just by clicking on that community button. It'll take you to a page where you can actually get your free membership to the community. But we really want you here. Uh, this community only works when we scale. You know, it, it's important that we actually get people participating and we don't just want you know this is not facebook or a linkedin community um you know or a group we, we actually really want you engaged here so we're, we're really looking for that and and uh we'll do everything in our power to make this something valuable for all it's of a you, stable so. knowledge base i think that's really what we make sure is it's a, credible, it's a place where people can find group. a repository right. of information you know yeah, i mean that's right. it's, it's a place where people are going to be able to go which we're super excited about because to date right there's like where do you look for something i mean I don't know. You look on the internet and then you get a bunch of garbage. So uh, there's one last plug is that many of you that joined us tonight, we really want to appreciate your time tonight. Absolutely. And uh, many of you gave us some dissertations of questions. That was awesome. Uh, and we tried to address them as best we can. And uh, I know some of you are on Thursday and we'll be back in another month. So uh, spread the on word. The on the 20th, actually, July 20th. No, today's the 22nd. Yeah, July 20th is our next show. Tuesday, okay. July 20th. Yeah, and so thanks for all of you there. I don't have a confirm on that, but we potentially have a really interesting guest for that show, at least one. As opposed to tonight. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> yes, no. Really. Tonight was an interesting guest. <laughs> we had to get something better than this. Yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> we can only get so much at night. You Four o'clock. Hey, are you guys free? You guys free? Wait, what are you doing? Wait, right? you guys want a couple of beers and come yeah, on right. our show? You know? Yeah, hey, what are you doing right now, David? Can you can you jump on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. available. <laughs> <laughs> so no. I, 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 guess, I guess it's time, right? It's, it's time to call yep. time. So, yep. hey, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Jay, Dave, it was like great seeing you guys. Joe, of course, always, always a pleasure. Until uh, next time, so we'll see you on the Healthy Indoors After Hour show uh, in July, on the tw uh, 20th of July. Uh, the Healthy Indoors live show will not be uh, aired this week. Um, so we're, we're taking this Thursday off. We'll be back next Thursday um, on July 1st for the Healthy Indoors live show. Is that first? Yeah, Thursday's the first. Um, so we'll see you then. And uh, other than that, uh, thanks so very much for joining us. Great time. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Yeah, take care.